Welcome to the Pod 20, the countdown of the most popular podcasts in the world right now. I'm Graham Mack, and my guests this week include the American comedians Bill Maher and Adam Carolla. The Pod 20 is heard on podcast radio on DAB in the UK, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms, and as a podcast itself. Into the chart now, and at number 20, Sky News Arabia, the podcast from the Arabic 24-hour rolling news channel. 19. Something Was Wrong, the award-winning true crime docuseries about the discovery, trauma, and recovery from shocking life events and abusive relationships. 18. The Matt Walsh Show, a no-holds-barred take on today's cultural, religious, and political issues. 17. Behind the Bastards The Worst Humans in History The latest episode is about America's National Rifle Association. 16. Old Gits and Hits John, David and Chris, you do the Old Gits podcast and you also work in radio. Yeah, part-time. Well, we all, um, I can say, had other careers as well. Cause, cause very, you, very con- wise in radio. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Contrary to popular belief, you don't earn a fortune. No, I, I mean, so I had a, a getting a into radio for, for the money is, is like joining a monastery for the sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, but you're but right. You're, we all had other careers, or I certainly did anyway. Always did radio as a hobby, but we're very blessed to be able to do it professionally as a hobby as well. How did the idea then? So the three of you are over the years kept in touch, and then. Mm. At some stage, somebody said, why don't we do a show together? Is that what happened? Because it was a radio show. So t- take us through the history of, of old gits and hits. Well, the old gits and hits was the, um, the, the manager of the station in, in Bristol, which, um, which put, the, put the idea out there. He put it to John, didn't he? And, um, he did. I was, we were at the um, Bristol International Balloon Fiesta where I was working, and... Uh, I was sat down having a chat with this fellow called Pat Hart, who, who now runs the BBC station in Birmingham, by the way. He, we, we, he and I were having a chat and having a bit of a whinge and a moan, talking about our kids and wives and what have you. Yeah, We, we were having a whinge o- over a bit, and uh, he said, we should turn this into a radio show. I said, that's a good idea. He said, do you know anyone who might fancy it? And I thought, yes, I, I know exactly the same the people that would, uh, would, would go for that. So I made a few phone calls, and we, we got us together and there were five of us originally which was too too many but there were five of us and we we got together and started doing this show on a community station in bristol called bcfm which is you know quite a large station broadcast to the whole city and it just went on from there and then other stations picked it up and wanted the program and we we sacked the other two or they they decided to leave they were a married couple we had a uh, a guy another guy called chris and his wife liz who we'd all known from years before and they just didn't quite get on no just hold um, on hold on now you've got to clarify the point you're just trying to be too kind now right <laughs> wherever chris went not not chris with us now but chris chris who came along wherever yeah. chris went his wife went they yes, were joined so, at the hip. That Chris, yeah. Chris was invited, and yes. uh, he turned up. He turned up with his good lady, and yeah. um, how you know we, we just being we gentle. We all thought, oh, what are we going to do now? And, and so this is like Yoko Ono, is it really oh, yes. a situation? Yeah, 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 very similar to that, you know. And as Chris said, they're, they're joined at the hip. 
So um, they would they would laugh at each other's jokes, not at us, but they laugh at each other's jokes. And in the end, they found it too stressful working with us three. So they left. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense because there's a, there's a great Seinfeld episode, and they talk about that the concept of worlds collide is like you have different in life. You have different worlds, so you will have your world of radio, and you might have your world of your going to your pub. That's another world, and then there might be another world. You might be into sport or something else, whatever. You've got to keep the worlds apart because when people when worlds when they come together and worlds collide, and obviously there's the world of you your marriage and your relationship. And then there's the world of, of clearly of the radio show, and and it looks like that there was a bit of a war of the worlds there going on, wasn't there? A little bit, yeah, yeah, that's right. And and you know when when you've got your other half with you, there's certain things that you feel you can't say to your mate. Yes, yes. Even if, even though it is on the radio. Look, we we said at the time I mean, with the the show is called Old Gits. Yeah. So this this uh, this lady was called an old git. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it just is, and and that's um, he's he's a great friend of ours. He is a great friend of ours. Yeah, um, and and I've got to say that, and so is so is Liz. Um, but it didn't work. Okay, because yeah, you know, and that was as simple as that. So so then then someone else joined, um, and he couldn't cope with it either. Right, he couldn't cope with us three. It's strange right. we, again. Yeah. We we'd known him since year dot. But he just couldn't cope with us in a in a studio environment, could he? So so oh, uh, he he then he 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 took a um, a sabbatical, uh, and that was like three years ago. He's never been back. Right, old gits and hits is at number sixteen this week on the pod twenty. At fifteen, distractible, thoughtful discussions about funny, out there, or otherwise interesting stories from everyday life. Fourteen, how I built this with Guy Raz. Guy dives into the stories behind some of the world's best-known companies. 13. Call Bethel. The Telegraph's investigation into child abuse inside the Jehovah's Witnesses. 12. Feel Better Live More with Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Episode 285 is called Why Intermittent Fasting Works. 11. Real Perspective. The Movie Review Podcast. One of the hosts is Michael Moray. Michael, is the podcast aimed at a specific demographic? You know, I think it, rather than aiming specifically for a demographic, what we aim for is authenticity. And so if that maybe goes and ends up maybe hitting a particular demographic, I'm, I'm sure if you probably look at the people who go and watch our podcast or listen to it, we're probably in the 25 to 35 or 40 year old. Um, I mean, a lot of our viewership, um, you know, originated from groups of friends who are the similar age, of course. But um, what we try to do is sometimes we'll go and be a little feisty or we'll go and sprinkle in a little colorful language. So we're not always aiming for like the youngest crowd, but uh, we, we don't filter ourselves either. And uh, I think that we're trying to be somewhat more mature, but also accessible to most people. Yeah, there's definitely no filter there. That's for sure. Uh, I can remember listening to, it was your review of No Time to Die, the James Bond film, and mm. and MJ just came out with, if anyone has seen, there's a major spoiler in that film that I don't want to give away, <laughs> and I'm and I'm really reluctant if I do talk about that movie on the air, and I have done. I, I I spoke to some guys who do a James Bond podcast, and we skirted around it because I didn't. <laughs> but but MJ just went straight in like a freight train oh, and yeah. came out with it. Did you know yeah. he was going to give that away? 
You know, we actually kind of have a policy where we don't care about spoilers. Uh, okay. We think that you know, we're we're not spoiler phobes. Uh, my personal feeling on, on spoilers is that if it's a really good film, think about any film that you really love. You've probably seen it a bunch of times, maybe dozens of times, or something like that. Obviously, the newness of the story. Uh, it has not outweighed the value uh, or the quality of it. If you've watched it a bunch of times, you're not expecting a surprise anymore by the 12th time you're watching something. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's the story's internal logic and the, and the themes and the heart that sticks with you and makes that a good movie. So the plot spoiler does not bother me that much. I mean, there's, there's movies I actively go and spoil before I even go and see them, to be honest with you. Because yeah. um, I, I don't derive like a lot of value from surprise. I derive value from, is this... Uh, internally consistent is this thematically satisfying and so we kind of have a, a no spoiler or sorry we do have a spoiler filled policy when it comes to discussing movies right. you can honestly discuss the film unless you break it down to nitty-gritty of okay does does this thing work or not and if you're limiting yourself right off hand uh, right from the bat you're just not going to have a very good discussion yeah, I, I think with no time, to, for me, for, with no time to die, I, I would feel more comfortable if the movie's already made it to television, because then <laughs> a lot of people would know. But I, right. I, I'm, I, I think at the time when you mentioned that in that one, the movie was not long out. Um, no. It was still in theaters. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Would you say that's true then from a movie, and you probably weren't doing the podcast back then, but say say a movie that has got a major twist in it, like say The mm -hmm. Sixth Sense. If you were right. reviewing The Sixth Sense, and you may have done it, that's, I don't know, but if you were reviewing The Sixth Sense, would you think twice about revealing that one? Because there is one in you know, there that if that I didn't know going in, and I think it, it made me enjoy the film more not knowing. That's a, a valid uh, concern, and that's where I think up front, when it comes to a movie totally hinging on a twist, that's the difference between No Time to Die and Sixth Sense. No yeah. Time to Die, I don't think I don't think it hinges on what you know happens at certain points. No, there's plenty in but, there. Yeah, right. It's, 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 it's long enough too. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we, if listen to our podcast for more. Um, but no, but the Sixth Sense totally goes and depends on your understanding of the twist. It it reflects back on everything else that's come before. And so for a movie like that, we might go and do a podcast. But we'll go and say up front that we're going to get into spoilers. Uh, yeah, that's okay. the only way to go and discuss something and criticize it or comment on it uh, is to just let people know up front that we're going to talk about that twist. Yeah, I would say there's probably only two movies I think may be spoiled totally if you knew the twist. And that off the top of my head would be Sixth Sense and The Crying Game. I think would probably, oh, yeah. be, <laughs> probably be the two you wouldn't want to give it away. Um, right. My, my mate used to have a great joke about the uh, the Sixth Sense when the movie came out. He said, have you seen the Fifth Sense, the prequel? And I, I went, no. He said, it's about a kid who can only smell dead people. <laughs> Real Perspective is at number 11 this week on the Pod 20. At 10, Freakonomics Radio. Discover the hidden side of everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. The latest episode is called Does the Crypto Crash Mean the Blockchain is Over? 9. Fox News Radio Hourly Newscast The latest news from the fastest-growing radio news network. 8. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend After 25 years at the late-night desk, 
Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests. So he started a podcast to fix that. 7. The Jordan Harbinger Show In-depth conversations with people at the top of their game, Jordan's latest guest is A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez. 6. The Positive which is a drama podcast and part of the Spaces series from Baker Street Productions. One of the people behind it is Anna Wheeling. Anna, audio drama in this country is done particularly badly by the BBC, and the worst example, of course, is The Archers. The sound design in it is poor, the music's a joke, the acting is so bad it sounds like they're reading, because they are. Your production of The Positive is outstanding. You know how to produce world-class drama for audio. What do you think of the crap that the BBC churns out? Yeah, I mean, only drama I've ever come across is from is on the BBC. And yeah, of course, you've got big running, long running series like The Archers. I actually listened to a podcast about The Archers from, right. I think, Guardian Longreads about how it was the most successful sitcom in like history yes. <laughs> um, and they kind of analyzed why that was and, and what, what kind of pull it had. It was really interesting. You should check it out. But um, yeah, there's, there's also, there's a slot, I think, I can't remember exactly the time, but they do like kind of short plays or like yeah. uh, little kind of dramas on BBC. It's in the afternoon. And I always remember listening to them, like, especially when I was at home, um, you know, in the summer holidays or something at school. And I remember them feeling really, the overwhelming, overwhelming feeling was kind of melancholy. Like I always wanted to switch them off because I was like, this is so sad. Or like this makes oh, me Oh, it's feel tragedy like, porn, most of it. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, where's the, where's the humor? Like where's the <laughs> different, where's the different stories from different parts of the UK as well? They all seemed like incredibly English. Home counties. Um, They're all set in the home yeah, counties. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I want some Glaswegian comedy. It's, or it's like middle class people in the home counties, all yeah, of them. Yeah. yeah. There's, there isn't a plumber from Preston or something. It's yeah. never, you know, it's or, or, or Scotland. Is, no, he's yeah. not very happy. He's not a very happy no. plumber from Preston. <laughs> and I guess, like, you know, it is hard to write, especially for for audio. I think it's hard to write comedy because you don't have those visual like cues and, and the visual gags, but that was actually the first series that, that I did with Baker Street um, was called Speak of the Devil. And I kind of mentioned it earlier. It was uh, six plays and it was all written by emerging female writers. And the focus on that was meant to be comedy. It was meant to be kind of like topics that were a little bit taboo or a little bit maybe, um, you know, not that interesting, but we make them interesting by adding, adding humor and adding comedy. And um it was basically a lot of like kind of outraged young women <laughs> getting getting kind of outraged through um, through storytelling. Um, there was one, the one that got picked up by BBC Radio Scotland was called Hair Suit, and it was all about female body hair and and okay. when you're swimming. And the writer for that one just absolutely tried as far as she could to take the mick for putting like, how many words can you put in for different kinds of body hair in this? And it's literally <laughs> like, it makes you kind of squirm sometimes, but it also makes you laugh so much. And the character is really like likable and really kind of sweet. Um, and it's that's one set, like I say, in a swimming pool. So again, the sound design for that is like really rich and interesting. And 
the sound designer on that was called Alison de Klerk Mattis, and she's working in Canada now as, as in the film industry as a sound designer. But she was like, just took this idea and absolutely played around with it, and it's so funny. But and I think you know it got, did get played on the radio, but I don't imagine how it would get played on BBC Radio Four in like four o'clock in the afternoon because <laughs> yeah. I think like yeah. it's kind of shocking, but in a funny way. Um, yeah. Which point of it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, there is it's. I, I think it's great that you're involved in this because I, you know, I love audio and I've been working in audio for so, so long and, and some of what I do here annoys me and for you to come at it from this, this other approach with this, I don't know, that you must have the mindset of quality and, and whatever. You're not, you know, I think some of those Radio 4 things, I think because it's Radio 4 and these people have a name, I think they're just phoning it in. But I, I'm so glad you're there actually, you know, doing it. And the, the great people you've been working with, uh, I don't know if you've been lucky or whether you can spot talent. I don't know which, what, what is it? But either way, it works. And if the positive is, is anything to go by, I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of Spaces. Uh, Anna Wheeling, what's next for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I hope more stuff in audio. At the moment, I'm not, um, I'm working in a bit of theatre. I'm doing a bit more writing myself. Um, I'm on a programme at the moment with Scottish Youth Theatre and Playwright Studio Scotland, which is great. And it's a year long, so we're in this kind of workshop stage. And then the next half of the year, I have to write something intense, uh, intensely long and serious. Well, not serious in content, but serious in um <laughs> it's going to be an actual thing. So that's what I'm going to be doing and focusing on for a bit and then hopefully getting back more into writing and hopefully producing as well for audio. Um, I think it's such a flexible thing to do. And I really love, I really love working with people where they have skills that I don't have, which is definitely sound designers. Um, I love being like, and, and composers and saying, you know, things like, can you make it sound a little bit like this? Or I don't really know what I want, but I kind of want it like, sound like you're sitting in a bath and crying and you've just eaten a massive curry can you do that and they're like yeah absolutely <laughs> like how how can how can you un even understand what I'm saying right now so yeah I love that collaborativeness and I really think it has such a rich place in audio drama um and I hope that yeah I hope that the industry can kind of support that a lot more as well and there are people who can pick things up and take shows that are made on a shoestring budget like ours was and get them get more people listening to them so yeah thank you well, so much for this opportunity as well because this has been great to talk about it it was actually quite a while since i've thought about <laughs> the project because it was made a while ago now but yeah it's been great and it's been great to have you on podcast radio the positive is at number six this week on the pod 20. Five. My favourite murder with Karen Gilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. Karen and Georgia tell each other their favourite tales of murder and hear crime stories from fans. 4. The Ben Shapiro Show. A right-wing look at what's happening in America and the world. Number 3. Morbid. A true crime podcast. Number 2. Crime Junkie. If you can never get enough true crime. Congratulations, you've found your people. And at number one... Club Random with Bill Maher. Bill's latest guest is Adam Carolla. 
all I could say is that people are just, this is the most personal thing there is about us, like how we relate to the opposite sex or the same sex. I mean, there you go. Right. It could be any, how we relate to another human sexually and romantically. And it's just personal. This is, this is, this, you're actually in a better place because you can do that. Many people can't. And they either fake it or they cheat. Um, they do something. And it's usually not the ideal situation. Um, you know, there was a movie once called um, Second Wives Club. Do you remember yeah, yeah. that? It was like, I think, yeah. Bette Midler. And Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn, right. It was, and uh, not Mia Farrow, the other one. No, I think the Sarah other, Jessica Parker was yeah, the... Yeah, and then the other Woody Allen girlfriend. Diane, uh, Diane uh, Keaton. Keaton, yes. Right, right. Uh, but Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, was the ingenue in this. Right. She was the one who the husband, the younger woman that the husband left, right. I think, Bette Midler for. Okay. Right. So I remember having the woman on the show who wrote it. She was very celebrated at the time, and it was a big movie, and, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like... You know, and of course, the guy, the middle-aged guy who leaves his wife of 20, 25 years and takes up with a, he's the, it's a ratty thing to do. It's a horrible, ratty thing to do. My question was, just tell me what the alternative is. Because it seems like you could either, if you're, and people get into this place right. all the time, they where that. they have passionless, it's just the marriage is stale and dead. So what is the alternative? Because right. to, to me, the options are cheat which is not right. a good alternative. Right. Um, or just suck it up. You right. know, just be... <laughs> and yeah, like I think, I think... Cheating, suck it up, or moving on. I mean, they're all horrible options. They're, right. They're no, I, I, I agree. I feel the same way, like, when they go, he was caught cheating on his wife when she was eight months pregnant. <laughs> and I'm like, what seems like a... A good time. Like, I could rephrase that and go, he was that's, caught cheating, but she was eight months pregnant. <laughs> there was nothing like, and she was eight months pregnant. Like, yeah, because she was. Yeah, that's so funny. He gave her a break. Club Random. Bill Maher's Club Random with his guest Adam Carolla is number one this week on the Pod 20. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.